0: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect
1: tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
2: Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Yo, what's good? Check it out. This is your boy, Elder Sensei. One half of the legendary artifacts. You are right now in tune you, to my man, Tim einen at the, the library on rapstation.com. Let's get it poppin', y'all. Artifacts, that's peace, it, folks. Elder I'd like Sensei to leave you with a little thought. And say this to you, that I feel terribly, terribly, deeply sorry for
3: people who do not drink. Because when you get up in the morning, that's as good as you're going to feel for the rest of the day.
1: I got a few dollars in my pocket, but not enough if I want a bottle for my rocket. What the f*** z- you z- mean? Got friends that depend off can lane, cause the world acts just too f***ing mean. What you want, what you want, what you f- need? This damn place is a base for a bunch of green. I got bread for the butter, hair for the love, but I gotta bring it to you so I get a shout.
0: What do we know about my next guest? He's an MC producer and frontman of hip-hop crew Mayday. Names of his solo albums are A Sorry for Skeptics, A War Within, Sunny Winter, and Sunny Winter 2. He's recognized, and I want to welcome him to the library with Tim Onikil on rapstation.com. What up, what up? Cool. Thank you so much for joining me. So, you know, I want to I want to talk and focus on you as an artist, but I also want to talk about um, your discography. Uh, as I mentioned to you prior to taping, I really like your album, The War Within, uh, so I'd love to ask you a few questions about that. In, in the intro for The War Within, the track says, "Quote: This session will be for exploring your deepest and darkest fears." Um, it seems when you explore your deepest and darkest fears, that's also a great way to create art. So, how much of that rings true for you in your rhymes and in your album concepts?
3: Uh man, it's it's definitely a huge percentage of what I do. I, I I've always felt over the years that the most the most enjoyable like the most enjoyment I got from making music was when I was doing things that were. You know, personal or 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 sensitive to me, and and uh, the response that I would get from releasing music over the years, I always got the best responses from things that were, that were you know very transparent and genuine, and just you know about what I know about, which is, uh, you know, life, you know, my life, which is which relates to me. And and you know, the the toughest thing as an artist that I've I've learned is that you know, there's an audience for everybody, there's an audience for every style of music. It's just like the tricky part is finding that audience and um the best way to find that audience the quickest is just just be yourself and then you know it sounds kind of cliche but it's just like you know do do what you know and, and 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 I feel like the people that will relate to you the most will come out of the woodwork you know as you do that so I've always tried to make it um my music as personal as possible because it just it just feels right
0: When did you as an artist when did you realize that uh, and this kind of goes into a question I have later about uh, Sunny Winter, too, where a journalist writes that all throughout Wreck re- is human and relatable and demonstrates, again, how he is one of the most unique and stand apart voices in hip hop. So pretty much when did you realize in your career that that being human was the way you want to go versus, you know, being an artist that rapped about fantasy stuff?
3: Um, I think, I think it was always kind of in me since the beginning, but, um, I, when I first started, I was, when I, when I first started rapping, I was really like, um, very heavily like political and I had a lot of angst, you know, in my like younger years and, um, it was cool, but it just wasn't really like gratifying in the way that I expected it to be. And as I like gained some years, I, I got into my first, um, indie deal in Miami, signed to a label called Southbeat Records. And, um, they, they were, you know, they were startup label. They didn't really like have any experience. And, um, I ended up getting shelved for a while while, um, Mayday at the time, which was just a two man group was putting out their album. Um, there was an R and B artist putting out an album. There was a Latin pop uh, artist putting out an album. So during that time when I was shelved, I, 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 I was basically very frustrated with not being able to release any music. And, um, I started doing a mixtape series called The Waiting Room. And um, it was like basically just to A, you know, keep a little bit of buzz and like keep some music out there on myself. And then B, just to like express the frustration that I was going through with sitting on this label and not being able to release any music. And um, that was like, it was A, therapy for me. And then B, um, it was it was entertaining for people that were listening. And I, and I got a really good response from it. Um, so from there is when I started to um, really focus on trying to just display what I was going through and and have it be relatable to people. So from, from there, once I started that series, um, um, I think that's when I started to really tap into it. Is
0: there ever is there ever a blowback for an artist when I right, so for example, right, with my job, if I was to like go on Facebook and talk shit about them, right, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I would most like and and my boss would say that there's a good chance I'm going to get fired right uh but with 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 artists they're allowed to do that right they you're allowed to talk about your frustrations about a label she- shelving you uh, is there ever is there ever blowback or are you ever worried that there's blowback uh that that, that there's will be blowback to that
3: um I, I, yeah i think i think it has to be done with a certain level of tact um and and at the time i, I wasn't i was talking I had two problems going on at the time. I had a management problem because my management fr- was frustrated with the label, so they they kind of stepped away from the situation and and in turn stepped away from me as well. So I was very bitter about the fact that my management had abandoned me, and then um and then the label, which which I was having problems with, but um I I, I was very upset with my management, so I was really firing on them. And the label, I was complaining and I was showing my frustration, but I was doing it in a strategic way that. I wasn't really talking shit about them per se. I, w- I was saying like, Hey man, I understand what's going on. I'm like, just le- letting y'all know I'm ready. And I'm like, I'm, I'm here and I'm doing the music and like, I'm, I'm sure we'll find that middle ground and, there's moments on those mixtapes where I'm saying like, hey, I know I know it's it's rough and like I was being sympathetic to the label in a sense. So I, I feel like it was an interesting take on it because a lot of times it's, it's just the artist firing on a label. And sometimes it's unjust that the artist complains about the label because a lot of times it's not the label's fault you know um so i I was trying to be strategic with that one so i I, but i yeah you, you always have to do it with a little i think a little bit of tact because it can come off either just whiny or sometimes people just go over the edge and it's just too much you know so it definitely has to be done with taste
0: uh you know when they i as i mentioned i really appreciate that you 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 are so truthful in your rhymes and you do it very in a very artistic way but you're and at the same time, I feel like this is, you know, it's it's a way therapeutic for you, in a, you know, in a sense. So I kind of want to go back to a few tracks on uh, The War Within. Uh, in the record, uh, Can't Be Alone, you know, it, it's, it is a rock, it's, it's a rock song, right? But in the last 40 seconds, you, you spit lyrics. So at first, I thought the song was addressing the subjects or your need to be in a social setting at all time. Be, but then at the rhyme at the end, I thought maybe you're addressing the fact that, you couldn't be alone without hip hop culture and hip hop music. Uh, so, what is the song addressing to?
3: Um, yeah, it's it's it really started as like um, uh, a strange a strange feeling of of wanting to uh, wanting to have space, but at the same time being so dependent on on being surrounded by people all the time now with social media so i started to realize that like sometimes you you want to have your own little space but then at the same time we're like all online all the time sharing everything and and and, and then all of a sudden now we're like alone but at the same time not never really alone at all so um it, it was kind of like a a way for me to talk about that weird like dichotomy of like it's, it's such a contradiction, you know, you want your space, but you really don't want your space at the same time because you're letting everyone in and sharing everything you do constantly throughout the day. So in the last couple of projects that we've done, both with Mayday and, and Solo for myself, like the social media um, concepts, I've, I've really been interested in and just like to explore because it's so like it's so current, you know, with what we're all going through. So um, that was really that was really the main focus of Camping
0: uh, in in the intro track again of uh, the War Within, uh, the Doctor refers to you as Mister Miller, right? And yes. Benjamin Miller is your government name. So correct. Uh, so I want to talk about you know the, your public versus your your private persona. I guess here, um, what is the difference between recognize the artist and Benjamin Miller the person?
3: Um, man, there's not, uh, there, there's actually not a huge difference. Um, I, I would, I would consider that to be a huge difference. I mean, um, I always used to joke around that, like I came from, I came up in the battle circuit in Miami and, um, as, as a battle MC, one of my biggest, um, one of my biggest tools was that I, I, when I came into a battle, it was very tough to like pick me apart because, they didn't really have a lot to go on. I just come in, I I was very like, unassuming. I just come in looking like your average everyday dude. And then like was able to come in and, and, and get ferocious on the mic and, and that would catch people off guard. And then when I switched into fully focusing on being an artist, I felt like that was um, a hindrance because you don't want to be the average everyday person as an artist. You want to like shine, you want to jump off the page, you know? And, um, I feel like for the last like 10 years that I've been doing, um, recordings that that has been like a struggle for me to turn, um, you know, to, to basically highlight the aspects of my personality and, and make them pop off the page a little bit without feeling so like forced or feeling so like I'm going to get dressed up and, you know, tap dance across the stage. So it's been like, uh, a struggle for me to figure out how basically to turn to amplify certain aspects of my personality to make the music you know appeal appealing to people and uh, without without going too far so I, I wouldn't really say that there's a huge um difference and i feel like that's when people meet me on the road and and people that i work with whenever i get feedback on on stuff that i've done i always feel like that becomes a, a, a real positive um aspect of what i do is that uh, there's not there's not really a huge difference
0: I, I want to turn to Sunny Winter too in a moment, but also this kind of feeds into you, you talk about your personal, you know, personal versus private. Um, and I want to ask this question in a way that I'm not trying to ask for like a gossip type answer, like a tm. I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm not asking like as if I'm like TMZ and trying to get you a gotcha, a gotcha moment, I guess. Um, uh-huh. So, so I'm just curious, like what what is your relationship in alcohol and with alcohol in terms of your art? And I only ask this because your Twitter profile you have a quote jack daniels infused and then there's a few times you know on on the track you're talking about alcohol on some of your records but you're not glorifying alcohol like saying you know look at me blah 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 so i'm just curious what purpose does alcohol serve in your artistic message
3: uh well yeah i mean it's a, that's a great question um i'm uh my my background i was born in london so i'm I'm british at heart right my mom is um my mom's whole family is british so uh, the, the, you know, as, as you would know, um, the Brits love alcohol. We, we love to drink, you know, um, we're not, we're not quite the Irish, but we're pretty close, you know? (laughs) So I, I've always been a drinker. I've always enjoyed drinking and I've, I've, I, I wouldn't say that I've ever had an alcoholism problem really per se, but I've all drinking has always been there for me as an adult. So it's like something I enjoy to do. It's like a social thing for me. It's definitely, um, it's probably one of the bite like vices that i enjoy you know the most really of, of anything i don't really get down too much on anything else these days but um and it's 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 weird because um when we go on the road and we do shows i meet people that have serious problems with alcohol and and the con my conscience weighs on me sometimes because it's fun to do songs like on that jack and talk about drinking and 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 being that guy who's like always on that jack and all that all right cool but then when i meet people that really have problems i find it hard to 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 just be that guy i want to talk about hey look there's also a way there's also uh, like people slide down the slope you know And, and moderation is something that i feel is key and um And also in the last year or two, I've I've had like some problems with my health that is not directly related to alcohol, but I've had to pull back on on intake of alcohol. So I also feel like hypocritical just being like, hey, I love to drink, but also you should know that, hey, you know, sometimes you can really go down the wrong path and you can, it's a dangerous thing if you don't treat it with respect. And then on top of that, like. I've also had to pull back a little bit, um, you know, to to get my health right. So it's like something that I always want to be transparent about because I'd hate to be like, I just feel hypocritical, you know, if I don't show both sides of the coin. So, but yeah, it's something that I I do enjoy and it's part of my character and I I try not to to hide it, but at the same time, I don't want to be like... You know, we have a lot of kids that listen to our music, and it's like I, I don't want to just be like, hey, like you know, smash the alcohol. You know, <laughs> I just want to be responsible with it as well because it's it's you know, I don't want to lead anyone down the wrong path like based off something they saw me do.
0: Is it something that I mean? Is it a is it like having a glass of something? A, a, does it help you with an ideal writing situation, or does your writing situation kind of depends on? You know, uh,
3: no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't find it really as a, like a, a lot of people that I know that, that smoke, they, they love to smoke and write and they love to smoke like for their, for creative sessions. I don't really find drinking, um, that helps me like that. It, it's just something that I, I like to do. And there'll be like, you know, if we work five nights in the studio, there'll be, you know, two nights we drink and three nights we don't, or, or in some weeks it'd be the opposite. It's really just a mood, uh, a mood thing for me. It doesn't really, It doesn't, I don't think like, okay, I'm about to have a session tonight. Let's go get that bottle. You know, it's definitely not, uh, I don't rely upon it like that, but, uh, but yeah, I I do say if there, if there was any place that I do like to rely on it sometimes it's the show. Mm -hmm. I do like to have a shot or two before the show. And, um, when I'm out at, at, at the shows or, or kind of was floating around the venues, that's the time where I'll want to drink more than ever, but, um, in the studio, not so much.
0: I want to get to uh, a couple of tracks in, uh, uh sorry Sunny winter 2 and um i was i'm always curious about the the voicemail at the end of vibin <laughs> what what what's that about
3: so um this is the first project that i've ever completed with um a sharp sound who's was a producer from miami but um we've known each other for over 10 years we've we've worked together a bunch of times over the years and we've just been good friends and um but we've never really been able to like complete a project and um it's it's really sharp sound's mainly a dj he's an incredible dj um, he DJs all around Miami on the regular, but um, he's always dabbled in production, but he's never, you know, taken it on as a full-time uh, focus. So uh, this is like a project that I, I wanted to complete with him for just for for the simple fact of completing one after all these years. Uh, but after, over all the years that we've worked together and every time he's ever sent me beats, He's been we always joke around that he's been one of the producers that will send you like a 10 second snippet of a beat <laughs> and you and you're like well okay so that yeah that was dope but what what do I do with this you know like or I'll, you know i'm I'm an engineer as well so i'll like I'll take it and I'll loop it and I'll fix it up but I, thought, I think to myself like oh if I was like an MC that didn't have any technical prowess at all or didn't like know how to how to fix this how, what would you, what would i do if if you send me a 10 to 30 second snippet of the beat you know what am I supposed to do with this so um that was a real message that I had sent him he had sent me a he sent me the beat I think it was for hydroplanes and um it was like twenty seconds or thirty seconds long you know and I was I had to tease him about it and then um you know i I, I even said it in the message like keep this because i I want this to go on the project I want people to hear that you're giving me thirty second beats you know
0: can you if someone when when that happens are you able to write from those like you got 20 seconds of a beat. Are you able to start your writing process or do you really need more than Um, 20 seconds?
3: I mean, yeah, it's like you can write to it, but it just kills the vibe a little bit when it's having to like restart and reset every 20, 30 seconds. So, like I'll I'll take it into Pro Tools and I'll I'll chop it up and just and and loop it myself so that it it it, it runs um, smoothly and doesn't stop. So I, I, most of the time I'll I'll take it and just and and start working on it and, and get it into Pro Tools and you know fix it up so I don't have to deal with a 20 second um, silence you know every 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 25 seconds. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's something that I'll jump on and fix. But yeah, it's like I'm on the road and I get it and i load it up and i don't have my rig with me you know then it can be a little bit frustrating where you're like man every time i get into the vibe i'm like i have to reset the beat you know it can, can be a little annoying uh
0: on a track like vertigo when which you you talk about the kind of the drama of relationships um when when the, are you writing as the drama's unfolding or is it something that it's like after the fact that kind of helps you make sense of what you just went through
3: Um, Now with relationships of these days, it's for me, it's, it's um, drawing upon past experiences because uh, um, I'm in a, I'm in a fairly positive, well, no, I'm in an extremely positive relationship at the moment. And I have been for a long time. And um, a lot of my like most traumatic relationships were, were years ago. So um, I'm, I draw upon that. I draw upon those past experiences because I have been through a few traumatic ones that were so traumatic that even years later, I, I can still like. Rewind right back to that moment. Mm. And then um, and then if I if I don't feel that it's something I can draw upon for myself, I I take from um, people that I have close to me or or just, you know, observing upon people that are in traumatic relationships that I see. Um, because that stuff is so loud you, you can kind of catch the vibe from it even if it's you know on the boat next to you, so to speak. So um, if I like to do it from stuff that I've been through in the past, but uh, sometimes it's better to just um, observe as an outsider and uh, and report like
0: that. Do they do they know you you're writing about them? Um,
3: I, I've had both. I've had I've been able to pull off like people not knowing at all that I drew from them and then I've had a few where, in the past where I, I've written and they've heard it and gone like, Hey, um, so that song, like, uh, what, what was that all about? You know? Cause they, they, they feel it there. They, they sound like the story sounds familiar, you know?
0: Right. Um, you know, you're obviously not just a solo artist. You're also a member of the group of uh, Mayday. And I wanted to know if there's ever been like a conflict of interest for you, not, not in, not like a dramatic conflict of interest, but in terms of your writing, Like, has there ever been a moment where you're writing a verse for the group and then you realize oh crap this is would actually be a good you know a good solo track um or vice versa
3: um i I have i've written a few songs for myself that um that got put on the table and and everyone went wow we would love to put that on the mayday album and uh and we've done that a few times uh rem on take me to your leader was one of those um, Dig it out was one that I finished and thought like oh it could be built for a solo project but ended up as well and take me to your leader so that that's happened a few times when I when we're writing Mayday songs um, I don't I don't ever really think of that though I don't ever think of like oh this verse would would have been great on a solo project because i'm so into what we're doing for mayday um uh, but but something but it has happened the other way around for sure i definitely written songs that i thought were going to be for a project of mine and then we end up um putting them into a Mayday project because at the end of the day really May- mayday is my top priority and um I'm, I'm i'm like a lay down for the you know sacrifice anything for the crew so so yeah, if if, the, if a song that I've written sounds like it would be better as a Mayday song or would would help a Mayday album, then that's always um, that that would always be the case. Uh,
0: what, for you guys, what's the is it are you when you guys collaborate? Are you guys always in studio together or in the age of you know the internet? Is it just like emailing you a beat or you know whatnot?
3: Uh, no, most of the time, always in the studio. At least for me and Burns, um, Burns and I go to the studio like a, like we treat it like a nine to five job. So we just go in every day of the week and i'll take the weekend off but we'll go through monday through friday every day and then sometimes the, the beats and stuff will come from the wired because I'll, over the years our, our you know our production crew has kind of spread thin and um you know plex took a step back and then um, Gianni has taken a little bit of a break as well. So it's just like beats will come in. If they do make beats, beats will come in through the wire. And then um, if not, it's just me and Burns um, trying to, you know, put stuff together in studio. But uh, yeah, mo- we, we most, I'd say 99% of the time it's it's in the same room.
0: So I, I know you, I, I, I read that you, you used to do graffiti and I know you, you've you kind of stopped doing that, but um are these your being an MC and also are you i guess a a a former graph writer do they ever do these two art forms kind of influence each other or at all still at all or and are you able have you been able to ever take uh, like what you've done for graph writing and kind of use that kind of discipline maybe in in your in your writing
3: Um, I mean, yeah, I, I started it. I I started it around the same time that I started, I was already into music, but I, I, you know, started into the craft and, um, I just, I quit because I didn't really consider myself to be that good. But, uh, I, I liked the energy of it and I loved like putting pieces down in a book and, and to me, like a graffiti still influences my, my art all the time because I pulled my name off of a train. So Um, like I got recognized off of, off of a subway, off the subway art book that Martha Cooper did. And, um, so I, like, to me, it's all, it's just an always influence, but, um, I feel like a lot, it's influenced a lot of people. And I know that, um, there's, there's a lot of people that are, that were, you know, graphic artists like Aesop Rock, I know went to school for, um, graphic art and then, you know, ends up as an MC. So I feel like that parallel happens a lot. And, um, whether or not people speak about it or not, it's, it's definitely, yeah, I do feel it influences the the music and, you know, um, whether it's seeing, seeing a piece, seeing a mural somewhere or, or watching a documentary on, on, um, on an artist or something like that. I, I feel like, um, that, that definitely always will help influence, um, the music.
0: So so what's next for you? I mean, what's next in terms of May day but also for uh, solo work as Uh we got, a,
3: we got a few things. Well, we're about to hit the road next week. so we're gonna be on the road with um, Tech nine, um, Chris Calico, Stevie Stone, Sess crew, and Ritz. We're doing the ind- independent powerhouse tour it's the it's the variety show of Strange where they take the whole, pretty almost the whole label out and um, we're doing 58 shows in 60 days. Uh, so that's next. We're on the road heavy, heavy for two months. And um, I'm, fi- I'm, fi- I'm like finishing up an EP right now that's going to come out on Strange in the summer called Pressure Point. I don't think I've told anyone the name yet. So you'd be the first to know. Oh. It's called uh, It's, it's called Pressure Point. And um, it's going to be about six or seven songs. And it's going to come out, um, I want to say in May at the moment is the date I have. And then we have, um, we've been working on Burns' solo project. Burns has a full-length so- solo album um, coming out on Strange in July. Um, so we're, we've, we've been wrapping that up. And then this will be the first year we don't do a Mayday album since we've signed to Strange. Um, just kind of felt that it was going to be a good time for us to take a little break and not put an album out. And then our last album, I, I was a little like disappointed in the um, not the feedback but in the the traction we got for that album so it felt like a good time to to take a break give the people a little bit more time between albums and um give our crew a little moment to just like recuperate and then uh, we'll do an, another made album next year and then um i'm supposed to be on the books for a full length solo which would be a follow-up for war within um in 2017 as well so hopefully, if the timing uh, lays itself correctly, all of those things will
0: release when they're supposed to. Strange Music Artist, a member of Mayday, uh, an amazing, incredible MC and producer uh, recognized. Thank you so much for joining me in the library with Timmy and on uh,
3: Thanks so much for having me, man.
0: I appreciate it.
1: And my universe is breached, so I'll just keep it moving even though you ask the feelings, you're like a yo-yo, bouncing off a mountaintop, in and out of flux, and so abrupt, I really doubt you'll stop, I'll just jump in the line, and acting like it's fine, but it's your turn to go, see how will spinning my mind, and thinning my time, Lord, it gives me vertigo, I'll just jump in the line, and acting like it's fine, but it's your turn to go, see you've been spinning my mind, and thinning my time, Lord, it gives me vertigo phone just rang, super nice to hear from you, been about a week but kind of felt just like a year or two, I've thought about us, I thought that it was over but I hear your tone of voice and I can see you don't want closure, you want to stay a while and talk about us reconnecting.